Welcome to Season 2 of the Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness Podcast. We are all about supporting the health and fitness of family caregivers and everyone else who wants to live better and stronger physically and emotionally. Our podcast is brought to you by GLD Enterprises Communications with our thanks to other sponsors and the guests who support our mission of improved health. You can learn more and send us your questions and comments on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Old Nerd Fitness. And of course, our blog at oldnerdinthegym.com. Now let's get started with this episode of the Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Jerry Deere and Julie Barth. Hello. How are you? That's it? That's your introduction? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Since Julie seems to be unwilling, this is Jerry Deere, and I'm with Julie Barth. Now say hi. Hi, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see your face. This is going to be... The people hi, can't whatever. see my face, which is probably good. <laughs> I have a face for radio. It kind of works out. Perfect. Here we are on episode seven of season two we of... Think. The, we think of the old Nerd the gym podcast <laughs> <laughs> and our te- our guest today is tammy doling hi tammy hi jerry we're going to be jerry. back with you hi, in just a minute we have we have some fun this things is what though. happens when we skip a, a, an episode we did we, we did skipped sk- a couple weeks well and now we, we don't remember how to do this anymore well i know how to do it it's just i'm not sure i hope people are listening <laughs> <laughs> or not depending on how this goes <laughs> tammy's wishing she hasn't come here today she's got a look on she's her like, face i, I don't know what I to do i wish i was still with. lost on the detour <laughs> <laughs> she had yeah she had some interesting fun getting here so we're recording the gld enterprises studio today so you know why because there are two seasons in ohio winter and construction yes that's right and we happen to be in the construction we have today. a construction zone out here all three cars had to stop and turn around <laughs> it was pretty and you were one of them I was. <laughs> <laughs> and you and I were the other two. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, so Old Nerd in the Gym, um, we're on season two. We're, we've got a lot of cool stuff lined up, I hope, coming up in the next several weeks. But for right now, we're today's all about organization. It is? Yes. How organized are you today? Um, about as much as usual, which is not very much. <laughs> I'm no. actually doing okay today. I used to tell my I mom. I had to be somewhere at 730 this morning, so, you know. You did. I, I made you to go to, to a awake. business group this morning. So. so what did you think of that, by the way? It was fun. You've been to one of those before. Uh, it was lovely. That one's a little more relaxed. The, the donuts were good. You ate donuts? I ate a donut. Oh, that's right. Somebody came in late and brought donuts. I think Why there aren't there some... any donuts here? The, you got water. I did. Thank yeah. you. It's our budget. I appreciate that water. <laughs> this is our budget. <laughs> we're, we're low carbon. We're very, you're lucky the lights are on. <laughs> we usually do this in the dark with one little candle. Um, we've got just enough power it's hard to run to the laptop. to do a podcast to run off a candle. It really is. But you can't see what you're doing. But you know, you see, you, that that's part of organization, right? You got to know if you don't have everything you need, you can't get it in that part of that. You Absolutely. Know, you can't get yes. anything done. Definitely. But you know, I used to tell my mom I kept my closet a mess because it kept the con- the monsters out. Maybe they couldn't find their way out because it was such a mess. Well, maybe there was like a, a lab. They were stuck back to, there. Yeah, is that what it was? Trapped in your closet. I think they that was get part past of it. The mess. I don't know if that was all of it, but um, <laughs> did do you, do you know that people say there's a time and place for everything? And everything in its place. Yeah, they've never seen my house. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't think that's really. No. What is the what is the worst? What's your worst organizational disaster? Oh, my bedroom is always a mess. Or did you mean like a story? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like a room. Like what room? Do There's going to be a dead with? space. I don't want that edited. I want to leave that in there. Because the, the blind the look on your face. face the blank face was my you. favorite. Yes. Did you mean like a specific Like in general, yeah. Like a story. Not <laughs> oh, I thought you meant a specific room. No, not necessarily a specific room. 
Uh, most you of got my nothing? life is usually a mess. Is it? Yeah. My phone tells me where I'm supposed to be. That's so my, my best organizational skill is learning to use my phone. Well, yeah, organization isn't just about where stuff is. It's about keeping track of things. And mm-hmm. we're going to yep. talk a, lot, a little bit about that and why we do what we do and how well, we do it. You've seen my car, so. <laughs> yeah, we had a little issue with her car. Uh-oh. At first, you, you had room for one little kid in the back. Just stuffed in between <laughs> the door and the next yeah, batch of things. Now. The seatbelt closed, but that was about it. Is there more than one little kid? No, just no, the well one. Then you're <laughs> we had this We're not sure. The debris was going to fall We're over gonna kill onto the, kid. the child. Might be in there somewhere. We'll find it. He's <laughs> well padded now. with all the stuff. That, it better is better. Now. Everything's in the trunk. So you yeah. have a little Honda running down the road like. You know, with a nose up in the air. <laughs> it's like the opposite of a low rider. Yeah, exactly. It's a low back. The front ends up in the air. <laughs> low backer. <laughs> low backer. No, my biggest problem is debris from food I eat in the car right now. Well, we're on the road all the time. Yeah. You're probably like that too, right? You, a little bit, yeah. But I like? have a solution for that. So I'm organized because I'm too lazy to look for things. Okay. So <laughs> I like that. Organization motivated by laziness. I'm not sure that's. Well, I don't know. The uh, amount of time you must. I mean, the amount of time I spend looking for things in my disaster of a bedroom. I get it. I really do. Okay. Because do you have a trash can in your car? I usually have a trash There's bag, a bag in my car of something like a like a kitchen size. Yeah, like a grocery bag, like a Kroger bag. Yeah, and you yeah. fill it up every day and take all your trash in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <clears throat> was that? Out? Can we edit that out? I fill it up every day, and then I shove more stuff in it the next day. <laughs> it's holding a lot more than it was designed for. Right now, I have just the floor. <laughs> it's not even a bag of there right now. It's bad. Okay. I do car organization. We can talk later. Great. Oh, you don't want a piece of that. That would be. An, I would. <laughs> there's our video right there. That'll go viral. So in, before we get going, let's let's <laughs> tell about our guest here. You want to have her do a little bit of who she is? Yeah. And what so, she does? Tammy and I met on Living Dayton. We decided decided it was seven years ago. Yep. When Liv- it first started, we're Living some of the, Dayton is a Living Dayton is a local uh, daytime TV lifestyle show here in the Miami Valley of Ohio, and it's on uh, WDTN on Channel Two. It's every day at noon. Um, we both started out as content providers, and over the years, our like through maybe three or four of us that are left of the original. Yeah. We should have a lunch or something. And we say, should. We should. They should throw a party for us. They should throw a party yeah. for us. It, it was one of those things where um, everybody has their own uh, like um, niche. Mm-hmm. So they would ask us to, to talk about whatever. So my thing was business and communication, PR, stuff like that. And you did organization. Yep. So tell us about about what your background is in that and how you got into this. Just give us a little bit about what you do and how you do it. Well, that's a great question. I actually have a degree in organizational communication and I've always been naturally Is that a right state degree? It is. Ah, that's one of those degrees. Yes, it it absolutely is. I was thinking about that too. It sounds great though. (laughs) It does sound wonderful on TV. No, it's really good. It's it's helpful. Go ahead. It is helpful. Um, I will continue to interrupt you, but go ahead. That's fine. I'm used to you. So... (laughs) I have she always been organized. I've always liked to have things in order. Um, I was always that kid, always organized my binders for school and that kind of thing. And before I even knew that the um, profession of a professional organizer existed, uh, I was kind of already doing it. And I read the book, Do What You Love, The Money Will Follow. 
I'd been organizing for friends before, and I just decided, you know what? I looked into it, and there's actually a National Association of Professional Organizers. There's groups you can go to if it's something that interests you. And I started out uh, my very first clients. It came very naturally to me. So while I may get lost while I'm driving, (laughs) I can see a space that is totally cluttered. You can't even see the floor, and I can see what it's going to become. And the best part about my job is helping people. You're like an artist organizer. You know how they say they can see the sculpture inside the block of marble? Yes. Look at that. see the clean space within the mess. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. You should look at some of the before and after pictures. I have seen some of your before. It's pretty incredible. some of those up on the website. Yeah, well, send me a couple more of those, and I'll I'll put them up at the article. Yeah. Uh, It'll be good. And it's just a real joy to work with people, and they're so grateful. And everybody is good at something. Some people, you know, I excel at sports or math or directions or, you know, I excel um, at organizing a space. And a lot of people get lost in the chaos of it. They don't know where to start. And just having somebody, I often tell people it's like having a personal trainer or a nutritionist. As adults, we know how to eat properly. We know how to exercise. So there's an accountability factor and and a sort of a motivational factor there. Keeping you on task. Okay. Yeah. So is it like, uh, is the, the organizational part of it too, you, you have a sort of an idea of people don't like to throw things away. There's a, that emotional tie to the sure. dumbest yes. object yes. can can really prevent you from doing that. And that escalates in a, in a somewhat, I don't know if mental illness is the right way, but you end up with hoarding. Yes. When people really start going sideways on that and, yeah. and they just keep everything. Well, yeah. And that's a very an obsessive behavior. I would yeah. Say. yeah. And that's, I mean, I have worked with some hoarders, but that's a very small percentage. Yeah. Some people just end up putting stuff away. They might get stuff from loved ones who have passed or they collect things or they live with other people that collect things. And probably half my job is helping them decide what to do with it if they need it. Just asking them questions such as when's the last time you used it? Oh, they don't like that question. Not I don't at like first, that but That's after a while. most of us who have way too much stuff don't want to admit that we don't need it. I think it's why my ex-wife left. She's like, oh, <laughs> I haven't used him for a while. so I haven't used you in three years. She's yeah, so let's you? just be done with <laughs> Ouch. it. He's taking up space, eating the food, you know, <laughs> starting to smell funny. Let's get him out of here. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so tell us about Silver Linings. How did you, first, why the name? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you for I, you know, asking me that. I don't think that. anybody's ever asked you that on Living Dayton. They don't. Nobody cares. Um, but yes. Well, this is my show. So you Thank can... you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so I was, you know, it's hard coming up with a name for your business. Yeah. And I still haven't got one. You still don't have one. No. Yeah. I'll help you. Okay. But my motto is every clutter cloud has a silver lining. Oh. Did you write that? I didn't. That was all hers. Sounds that was before like she got to me. Do you like it? I do like it. Yeah. It's long. Yeah. And that's really what I'm and critiquing I, it already. Go ahead. I think he has people. a thing about five words. <laughs> <laughs> every clutter cloud. Okay. It's more than five. Yeah. Um, but every, you know, everybody knows that saying, you know, every, every cloud, cloud has, has a silver lining. Line, right. And I think people really feel that way about their clutter. It's like a cloud over their head, even if they don't know it. And once that cloud is lifted, they really feel the release and the freedom of no longer having that clutter. And you really get that response from people too, don't you? Oh, once you've, absolutely. Like it's even the smallest thing, just organizing a major closet that's gone bananas, that, yes. that kind of thing really take a stress off of people. And that's one thing I wanted to point out too, and I should have done this at the beginning, but one of the reasons that we have Old Nerd is because the focus for 
all people that we talk to on the podcast and on the, the blog and everything is really about better health and uh, stress. Obviously, every form of stress can damage your health. No matter yes. how small it is, it can have some effect. So uh, something that I, I was reading a long time ago, and I remember you saying this, this several years ago, you were talking about how it makes people very anxious and, and from that come stress and then right. from there now I'm thinking about it too and you and I did a thing on TV about this when you're dealing with a parent or a, an ill family member or somebody you're caring for as a caregiver you're not just dealing with your clutter right you're dealing with theirs yes and a lot of times theirs is way worse because yes. it's built up they've gotten older they don't do things anymore um, I have already told my parents they need to go through their stuff because I don't want any of it well yeah I mean like, it's a, I don't want your junk Thank you very much. And we are in that position with my father now, too, where something happens to him. You've got 25 acres full of stuff. I mean, tractors. Tra this isn't little stuff. This, the, 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 the big truck that I have that I showed you in our studio here, there's seven of those. Yeah. And all different configurations. And in they've, various states of rust. All yeah, deterioration. And it, it's just a matter of that's a level of clutter that nobody can haul that away. It's a different... Yeah. Thing all together. But so you, you take this from a small scale, even to a large scale like that, and you still have these, these issues of stress. So as a caregiver, you have, Julie, you mentioned, you know, your parents mm -hmm. and having all this stuff that that's going to then be fall on you and your brother and your sister to deal with. And yeah, I want to make sure they go through it while they're both still healthy and can get rid of it themselves. So we don't have to deal with that. Absolutely. Ideally, I hope. And we're going to talk about that more in a minute, too, because I want to go into that a little bit more in depth. Um, so w once you've, how do you determine, um, like, what to do about a situation? Like, w what kind of people call you? All kinds. This isn't just somebody who's, like, completely overwhelmed. This can be even someone who, we were talking about Julie's car mm -hmm. a few minutes ago, you know, how packed up it was. And, and you, did, disaster. you did a good job of clearing out, but a lot of it got shifted around. Yeah, it just got moved to the It's trunk. still there, but it's in a different <laughs> yes, place. <laughs> yes, I have but, this feeling like I'm 40 miles away from my house most of the time. I feel like there are things that I need throughout the day, and I know some of that is like emotional security. Well, and when, when we leave the house sometimes yeah. in the mornings, we're not back for 12 hours. We don't get back home so, for like, 8 I or 12 hours. I need to change clothes to go to the gym. I need food. I mean, some of it is useful, and some of it you is You need a ridiculous. motor home is what you need. Then we don't have to worry about that anymore. And then I can just take just a nap make whenever I want. There you go. So, so I started to ask, what... No, Let's what? go back to the part where I get to take a nap in the middle of the day in the motorhome. I like that. You can take a nap whenever you want. Um, <laughs> then you guys can pick me up next time. Well, there, well, you, there you go. And then she can get us lost. <laughs> we can just put the podcast equipment in the motorhome. And well, then that's we're what I was going to say. We can do it all. Because it's all set up. Hey, there's one There's one of those sitting out at the farm, too. We'll just use that van well, of your dad's. No, there's a whole motorhome out there. It's yeah. it's in the barn. It's it's undercover and everything. It's in decent shape. Well, now he tells us. Well, yeah. there's probably we could have done a, that. A small family of mice that are living in. So it, d know. a small family? No, they're very tall out. mice. They're really you know they stand up <laughs> right. Really raccoons. Lick you right in the like eye. Mice. So now you've <laughs> so you've you've got this extreme you know from the the trucks and the, and all that stuff and into Julie's car. What kind of people call you and why do they call you? Every kind for all reasons. I have. Um, Parents call me to help their young adults that need help getting situated um, with life and life skills and organizing their items. I have people call me who have collected things from loved ones over the years and it's just overtaking them. They don't know what to do with it. I have clients that want to use their garage to park their car in. I have clients Wait, that hold it. <laughs> You're supposed to park a car in yes, a garage? Yes. Last time we moved... 
<clears throat> we actually can fit two cars in our garage now. You do have two cars in your parents' it's garage now. It's pretty exciting. That's, That's fabulous. There's a small wall of junk. It's a tiny little ah, garage, yeah. too. I can is, park six very, very large trucks. We have two small cars, so it's like a Honda and another little Honda. But if, if we could never put your truck in there, there's no way. Oh, no. My pickup would never fit in there even. I don't think the, the garage is even long enough for that. No. It's so you, so if you have even just a little bit, that's yeah. so garages have got to be a big deal. Oh, yeah. Garages are big deals. You know, closets and bathrooms, kitchens, because mm-hmm. we spend so much time. A lot of people can't really cook, so they end up ordering in or eating out or doing something oh, fast because who wants to clean your kitchen it's before too you cook? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do a lot of move-ins and move-outs. You know, if you're going to move, you purge that stuff before, not once you're at your new place and unbox it all. I can say we did that when we moved. I got rid of, like, several bags of clothes. My mom got rid of several bags of clothes. Yeah, but your parents moved just around the corner. But it was a good excuse like for them to go through. Like, it was barely a mile. We did literally move, like, <laughs> eight houses away. But it's a much bigger house, so now they can gather more junk. And they are. Which is frightening. They are gathering more Do either of you have storage units that you pay for? Oh, Dude. God, no, no. Okay, awesome, good. We I, do have things in other people's basements, though, because my parents own rental property, <laughs> and they have stuff. So you're storing in their, their stuff in other people's? No, our stuff in their basement. <laughs> okay, that's weird. It's All bad. right. Yeah. Um, well, it, <laughs> I don't it's need not it. My stuff. If I, have, I fill I have all moved of this enough times that I don't have that much stuff anymore. If I would fill all the space I have, I would be hit deep in God knows what. Mm. Because this, I mean, just this building right here that we're sitting in. Most people know our studio facility doubles right. as the Whip Studio and everything else. A big, huge open room. Mm-hmm. The building is fifty-four by forty, just in the footprint plus second floor. The ceilings are thirteen feet high. I could pack up some serious crap in here. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people think, especially, you know, I work with very large homes. Yeah. They feel like they need to fill those spaces. You don't have to fill every space. Do you find it's that with furnished? Kind of psychological need or something like to, to fill the space so it feels homier? Uh, I'm not sure. It sounds like. Yeah. Like you know, it. or it's just you're there, you're passing it, it's empty. You just put something in there. Yeah. You know, on a flat scale, on a one dimensional scale, I can tell you it does work like that with marketing material. Yeah. If somebody looks at a sheet. Like yes. you're, you're doing an ad. Okay. You need a lot of clean space for ads. You, mm-hmm. need, you need the image to take over, not a bunch of words. And eventually the person's mind feels it's empty. They need to fill it. Right. And when you've, and I have had this happen, you go to the person's home or office mm-hmm. and it is like that. Yes. It's yeah. very packed up. It's full of a lot of things. I have one client who's, who has an, uh, has a home office and you, you can't walk in it. I mean, it's got just barely enough room mm-hmm. to walk to the desk and sit down. Yeah. And that's just, I don't know how they do that. I, I couldn't live in that kind of home. That would stress you out for sure. It would. I have an innate, I think I. He doesn't like to be closed in. So. I, I don't, I'm not necessarily any sort of over the top organizer by any stretch. I'm, I'm certainly disorganized, but I can't handle clutter. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it has to be somewhere. It's got to be so I know where it is. It's a time saving. Like you said, knowing right. where stuff is and being able to find it. Mm-hmm. It, that's 90% of it right yeah. there, right? And because yeah. you're too lazy to look for things. I am way too lazy to look for things. <laughs> I don't want to have to. Well, I usually don't have time. No. And it's like um, some of the things, and we'll talk about this when we get to parent, to family. He also has a family. disturbing memory that can be like, yeah, I put it in this red box six months ago, and now I remember it's still there. Well, most people don't have creepy. that. And, no, and most my memory, memory is very audio-based, and I will sometimes I will say where it is when I put it there. Oh, really? And it'll stick. So it's like you a know. trick. A little bit. It's the He's got a little the tape image. recorder in there. A little tape recorder in my head, so it works out. So we have <laughs> questions, and we're going to vary from our topic for a second because we need to get to know you too. So we have what we call fun questions of the day. 
So <laughs> you need something hot, happy, and you know, shame we don't know any musicians. It's fun question time. Um, so you want to do one? Uh, the kids. Welcome to fun questions. Oh, you want one of those? Uh, let's see. <laughs> I can't do no, it on I'm command like that. I can't do it. So why don't you Be ask? Be funny them? right now. No, <laughs> I have no idea what's happening right now. Do you want to ask her one of the fun questions? Yes. Okay, go. Okay. What is on your nightstand? Oh, uh, great question. I bet it's organized. Uh, TV remote. Okay. I do like to watch TV in bed. It's one of my favorite places in my Uh-oh. house. Um, my Alexa, which I use for my alarm. My phone charger and a glass of water. All right. She did not say chapstick. There's no chapstick. That's it's the it, first time. It's yeah. in the drawer. Ah, see, mine's uh, in the drawer too. See? So it's there. So we, everybody's we got we a had chapstick. A discussion with uh, somebody about the bedroom chapstick and the bathroom chapstick. Oh yes, one for each one place. For each, yeah. Yeah. Do you have an? Or, is, your is your? Do you have a organizational routine for that too? Do you take this to the nth level? For, for organizing. Your, for your organizing, does it like? bother you at times like if if there are pens and they're all blue and then there are red ones and they're I mixed up I think she's trying to ask well, you if you have OCD <laughs> I, I mean slightly that does not necessarily bother me having 40 pens when you're only going to use two or three that's what bothers mm-hmm. that's what bothers me but you know my oldest son recently moved in with us all oh, about a year ago and I found the need to um, label my refrigerator shelves and my pantry shelves because what does bother me is putting chips with the soup. Oh. oh no! So we have starches, snacks. Wow! You know, yes, yeah, she's definitely she's on the right podcast too. Yeah, and if she, you leave a cup on the counter for more than an hour, I'm putting it in the sink. Do you organize your food? Yeah. That's well, she, tell, yeah. tell us about Is food organization. Refrigerators organized too. Yeah, and I use refrigerator like, bins. So like like cheese shelf. Meat yeah, I have shelf. a cheese bin. Oh my. Right, and then we have a cheese drawer, a meat drawer, and a veggie drawer. Well, they That's come that way. Stays. They do come that way. <laughs> I mean, we actually put. Oh, those you use things nobody in uses them, but they come we that way. We have enough cheese in our house to fill the whole drawer. And if so. you put stuff in what's called a chiller, it freezes it solid. Yeah. So I don't yeah. really understand. Yeah. And then I label my um, refrigerator door shelves uh, for the most used um, condiments. Lazy Susans <laughs> are great to use in the refrigerator oh. as well. And also, Isn't that derogatory? My sister-in-law Susan <laughs> hates that phrase. It's not. Oh. She seriously gets turnabouts. Mad. No, we call them roundabout. Um, Round. Turn. Not turnabout. Turntables. Turn. Okay. It's, or or. Isn't a turntable a record player? Yeah. Yes, but we can't call them lazy. Susans. You can't call she, them lazy Susan. Her name is Susan. She gets. We can call them lazy Tammy's. I'm fine with that. Lazy Tammy's. <laughs> well, she's too lazy to go looking <laughs> for stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. And <laughs> also have a bin for leftovers. Uh, so you you have a bin for leftovers? <laughs> yeah, a leftover really? bin. You you can use any kind of plastic bin. You can purchase bins specifically for a refrigerator or freezer. Um, you want to get one that's specifically made for that because that because they have a they're like a thicker plastic. Yes. Well, they'll also. You got to keep in mind though when you the the air this is mechanical yes. again the airflow inside a refrigerator is top down mm-hmm. so if you put stuff like that on top you're not going to get air at the bottom it's not there's Isn't no that air why coming there's out. holes in the back though there are holes in the back but it doesn't always work like you think it does air always falls the cold okay. air is always going to the bottom so just be aware that that mm-hmm. and that bin has to get cold yes the physical bin has to get cold before it affects the stuff on the inside so some of them are made with like little holes yes in that's them. what I yeah. use that, yeah that's always, what you yeah. should use yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, now we know Let's about that. So you're doing all that, and then so the kitchens. What, what about bathrooms? That's got to be a bit of a nightmare. Oh my. Um, I you know it is in a sense. I always love. There's a meme that has a toilet seat up, and then it has you know the the counter is covered in the ladies' makeup. 
<laughs> and, you know, and it's a joke like she wants me to put my toilet seat down, but I can't even wash my hands because there's stuff, you know, yeah. all over. But I can't even find the sink. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of bathroom are they go really quickly because a lot of that is stuff that people are no longer using and no longer need. They just get it stuffed in there underneath the cabinet but mm-hmm. organizing your cabinet having a home really the goal is to have a home for everything so t- t- let's, let's talk about that what is the goal of organizing is it to to look like you're better than your neighbor oh no your garage no. is cleaned out no i mean that's always a plus <laughs> that's a nice side effect well that's, that's what i mean yeah yeah you know it, it's safety issues everything's easier to keep clean you know people that have cleaned themselves or have you know um, a cleaning person come in and help mm-hmm. them they usually have to declutter first um, saving you time so you can really spend time the things that you like to enjoy so you're not looking for stuff um, important items like your passport you should always know where that is um, the chaos of it all um, and it really bottom line is it saves you money you don't buy things you already have editing your closet it's faster to get dressed in the morning it's less stress um, and you can really find what you need when you need it mm-hmm. and don't hold on to all those items clothes old yeah. bottles of shampoo that you're never going to use I found at my dad's a can of Aquanet mm-hmm. like a 1988 can of Aquanet yeah. So Does he use it a lot? completely full. Well, there's no reason to anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have a lot going on on top of not. So. Yeah, keep telling him we're going to get rid of the comb over because he's not fooling anybody. Anymore. When my grandmother passed away, she had cans with the year on top of them, like in Sharpie. It would yeah. say like 1984 wow, yeah. cans of food. And we're like, uh, but yeah. she grew up in the Depression, so that's You one held of the, on to it. If it was canned, it wasn't going to go bad. One of sure. the unfortunate side effects of people who grew up in the Depression is that hoarding and well, My mom was like that about toys. So we have a, the farm, the house is full of toys. Yeah. It's because she had nothing. She had one doll mm-hmm. when she was a yeah. little That was it. So as she got older and they had money enough to do it, every doll, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's extravagant doll sets, like those Franklin Mint dolls they put out with princess diana and all those things oh right so she got yeah. like the adult equivalent yeah of, exactly yeah. and very pricey stuff i mean it's mm-hmm. not cheap or crap or anything it's it's valuable stuff but that's the problem there's so much of it now yeah and we're stuck with it so right and that's a that's a big thing that you have to keep in mind you know i am by no means um a psychologist but i do work with people and you have to be very understanding of where they're coming from emotionally um with sentimental items to kind of be, you know, protective of that. And there's a lot of things you can do mm-hmm. and not keep the actual item. So do you find, is that, I mean, we mentioned this a few minutes ago, but the the emotional tie to the thing, is that something you have to help them overcome? Uh, I do help them overcome how, how do you yeah. how are you able to do that I mean, you know it's things like putting it in perspective I also like to have clients get a tub and we can put keepsake items in that tub once the whatever tub is will full, fit that's correct okay. yeah so they really have to be you know cognizant of what do I really want to keep I think of those TV shows that they like the DIY channels where they would have the guy come in and he's trying to help them do that and the people are crying because it was mom's whatever and sure they sure. put a tarp out and said anything oh. you want to keep you put it on mm-hmm. there and then they go through that again yes and editing, it's narrowed down editing, to yeah. a handful further, of yeah. stuff yeah um, so you there was something I've always seen in the different and I don't know if this is something you've said, but I've seen it in the different organizational mm-hmm. things. The theme they go back to is if it doesn't give you joy, get rid of it. 
Right. You know, that is actually an excellent point. So that is kind of like the KonMari style, the Japanese style of organizing. Mm -hmm. I use a lot of that um, when I'm working with people as far as do you love it? You know, would you buy it again? Is Mm -hmm. it serving a purpose? Are you using it? Um, But I really like the Swedish death cleaning method. And it's not, I know, it's not as morbid (laughs) as it sounds. (laughs) But what happened was um, a Swedish woman had lost, you know, her mother, father, I think also her husband in a short period of time. And like you were talking about with your parents, Mm -hmm. not only do they have to deal with the loss of that loved one, but then the overwhelming feeling of going through all of their material items. Right. And that's why every anybody of any age can do Swedish death cleaning method. It is just, you know, going through one drawer or one closet at a time, mm-hmm. deciding what you want to keep. If there's something you want to give to somebody, give it to them now or right. ask them if they want it. That's what we're trying to do with dad. I'm yeah. trying to get him to give people stuff he wants them to have, like stuff he hasn't looked at in 30 years. Let's just give it to them now. Yeah. Be done with it. And right. it's hard because they thought they were doing the right thing by keeping these things for their loved ones. Right. But unfortunately, the reality is the kids do not want your stuff. And you it know? ends up in an estate sale. Yeah. And so it goes for five bucks where yeah. it should be 500 And the things that they might actually want ends up getting dumped because they're away. not going to go through and sort right. through Especially all of that stuff. If Those you items. hire somebody like an auction company, they're not going to go through your... No, they just tag it and put a, uh, right. a name Sentimental to things, they're not going to know the value. No, they're that. trying to get as much money as they can out of it because mm-hmm. they get a percentage of it. Yeah. So that, that changes the yeah. whole life thing. Yeah. So if you're not, if you're doing that sort of purge, you know, if you want to call it that, you're trying to get stuff like that, is that an ongoing thing? Is it something you do every year? Is it How often should you take a look at your closets and your your, cl- your clutter and whatever? And- great, great question. And it kind of depends on the space. So, you know, if you're very unorganized and you hire a professional organizer and you get systems set in place, it will be very easy for you to do that. So, you know, some things like paperwork, mm-hmm. once you get your filing system um, set up, I say once a year, whenever you're doing your taxes, you go through all your files, pull out things you don't want in manuals. There's probably things you don't have anymore, don't use anymore. Yep. And then bundle all of that up and put it, you know, for seven years, you got to keep your taxes. And then you've made space in your filing cabinet to now add the next year's items. So you edit that, your paperwork once a year, mm-hmm. you don't add more files, you keep the same, you right. know, one file cabinet so you, you can have. you get rid of that eighth year stuff to make room for this new year. Right. And just going right. through each item. So, you know, some things that we might want to keep right now, or we mm-hmm. might belong to a group that then we don't belong to the next year, so we don't need those items anymore. Um, things like clothes, you know, once a year if you're seasonal and you um, change your clothes with the seasons in Ohio, you know. Yeah, that's um, how it works every five minutes. Yeah, but if yeah. you hang your clothes backwards mm-hmm. on the rail, and then at when you're getting ready, now we're coming into fall, any of those summer clothes that you haven't worn that are still backwards, you haven't worn them for this whole year. So you're probably so not going to wear them again. Gonna, right. Gotcha. And, you know, just editing. I edit very frequently. I mean, oh. I just, I'm constantly editing, partly because I enjoy it. <laughs> um, but I have some clients where I just go back, you know, for kind of like a 
pick me up every six months or something. Just like the doctor's office. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The doctor, you know, medications you want to go through. So do you walk in with a stethoscope and listen to the closet door? The closet speaks to me. Well, you know, what's funny (laughs) is I actually wear scrubs because they're, I mean, nurses wear scrubs for a reason and they have lots of pockets if I'm carrying, you know, tape measure or Mm -hmm. whatever. And some people ask me, oh, are you a nurse? And I tell them I save houses, not lives. Well, you do you save go. lives in well, a way. Well, I mean, yeah. You reduce stress. Yeah. And you make people healthier. Yes. And yeah. you can get really cool scrubs with like little filing cabinets on them. Or... I could. Hey, I that's an idea with I your could. logo on them. They make yeah, those. You, you can go. get that done too. Yeah. Shame you yeah. don't know a marketing company. I'm sh- um, so, <laughs> so I've got another I've got another one of those fun questions. Okay, good. So, What is on your pizza? Oh, that's... Uh, <laughs> Call how, how organized is her pizza? Has my pizza? Um, <laughs> What's on pepperoni and evenly spaced. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I make my own and I'm putting pepperoni on a pizza, no matter who I'm making for, it is. I do that too. So that's because you're neurotic. Yeah. I do. I like to have make sure there's Symmetrical. a bite of pepperoni in every. Yeah. But actually, on my pizza, I like a thin or cauliflower crust with light cheese and spinach and mushrooms and feta cheese, and it should all be spread out evenly. Did you know I knew that already? Because we had pizza once. We did. Did you have cauliflower crust? I did not. You can't really get that out anywhere, can you? You can just buy plain cauliflower crust. We were at Wheat Penny at the. um, Okay. At Kroger, you can just buy plain cauliflower pizza crust. Yes. For those of you not in the Dayton vicinity, so Kroger Kroger goes all the way to Chicago, I think, now. All of the East Coast. They're going everywhere now. I think you're okay. Um, so it just, I got to ask her the, That's the, your local the, grocer, the, your local grocer. I have to ask her the big question. Oh, pineapple or no pineapple on pizza on a pizza. I'm fine with pineapple on ham. So if there's ham Only on it, on you can ham. have, see, she has a caveat. But pineapple, not on pizza with ham. Oh, as long as there's Only ham. Only with ham. As long as there's ham. So yeah. there's a conditional, there's a third caveat, group. Yes. You can't have a third group. Well, pineapple is tied to ham. You're either team pineapple or you're not team pineapple. Then I'm team pineapple. She is team pineapple. And pizza is a vehicle for anything. That's just wrong. I would eat Brussels (laughs) sprouts on I made you eat shrimp pizza, and you liked it. Oh, yeah. You didn't make me. It's all that was there. No. (laughs) I picked the toppings. Okay, well. Pizza is universal. Yeah. Pizza is pretty universal. Put anything you want on it. I mean, I think it's like bread on a sandwich. You can put almost anything there. I try to eat not as much bread as possible, so that's. Do you like pineapple in general? I like pineapple by itself, fresh pineapple, okay. but I'm not going to put it on a pizza. Did it, you try it? Pineapple should it? never be cooked. Have you ever tried it? No. Grilled pineapple is fantastic. Oh, I can't. Okay, we got to move on. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan of warm fruit in general unless it's so a pie. So we're going to spin this over to the caregiver, family, parent side of this thing. Yeah. So we were talking about, at one point, um, we were talking about safety. Yes. I can tell you that most caregivers have the problem of clutter not necessarily hoarding but there's a lot of that as well but it's mostly clutter they go in to take care of a family member and what you see is the inability there's mental stuff that goes along with this i won't get into it's psychological stuff that happens as people get older absolutely or they develop things like dementia or parkinson's where they just can't move around to do things Mm -hmm. anymore um so there's mechanical issues and and mental issues to this but even when there aren't there is a slowdown in the awareness of that clutter right and so you end up with stacks of my dad, for example, he had these stacks of bills that had never been opened. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what I realized was that over time, um, my mother had Alzheimer's and as she got sicker, the bills went unpaid. I was getting phone calls from my brother saying dad's phone's turned off and I would call him up and pay the bill over the phone. 
out of my own money because I didn't know how else to do it at the time. And I'm finding out that he just never opened them because that's what my mother did. Right. So one or the other tends to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. And so he didn't know how. He was driving 40, 50 miles to pay his car insurance. Oh, wow. Because he didn't know how to mail it to them or he never wrote a check. Right. My mom did all of that. Mm -hmm. So it was very chaotic to go through all that. It took months to clean the house up, to get it to, to the point where... Now my, my cousin moved in and I was there all the time and we were taking care of mom and we did it a little at a time, got the house under control. And then when my dad got sick and had to be uh, taken care of, we had it sort of at an even keel, but it had started to build up again. Even though we were helping him with things after my mom passed away, there were still things he wasn't doing and things were getting let go. So there's that. And then there's the issue of, I think you mentioned that rugs or something like that. Uh, you were talking anything about that could it be a hazard, a physical, over. yeah, like mm-hmm. a tripping hazard mm-hmm. or anything like that. So how can the, the problem you have as a caregiver, when you go into someone else's home, like your parents' house or, or a family member you're taking care of, what does that mean to, to get them to do it? If they're not, they don't have dementia or something, they're going to be very resistant to this, Mm -hmm. but you know, it has to be done. How does somebody deal with something like that? Well, I mean, obviously how to get them on your side or something. I I don't know how to explain it better, but right. And there's, you know, obviously speaking to them with respect, but being very direct. So, because the reality is if they were to fall, it would be, could be catastrophic. And cleaning up the clutter, giving them space to move, getting their things organized like their medication and their paperwork gives them the chance to stay independent for a longer period of time. So that trying to impart to them that they can probably stay in their home longer and be safer Mm -hmm. if all this stuff is ready to go and that that's getting not just the physical stuff but the paper in order and right. Um, what are the benefits to them? How will they benefit? So yeah, that would appeal to their desire to be more independent to say, if we can get this under control, then we can make sure you can stay here as long as possible. And and, I can see that that would work. And there's not much you can do about it. If it's my stuff, I don't want you to do that. Well, then you can't do it. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. there's, then they're going to have to, if they're independent, there's nothing you can do about that. They're going to fight you. They're going to fight for my dad to leave the house and then get rid of things when he's not home. Well, I got a dad's kitchen. He goes on a golf trip for a couple days. Yeah. And then we just like, we just purge the basement while he's gone. And And, he usually will not notice most of the things are missing. (laughs) And you can do that. That's how much junk we have. And you could put things in a box Mm -hmm. that you do not think. Because when I'm organizing for someone, the only thing I cannot do is decide if they want to keep it or not. Right. Mm -hmm. So they have to do that. That's all they do. Trash is one thing. But stuff. Right. Oh, trash all. Get rid of yeah. if right. it's obvious trash. But if I have any question mm-hmm. about it, I'll um, so ask empty, them. Empty pizza box, totally in the garbage. <laughs> yeah. But, but know, then once you do that, fun. you can put it in a bin or a bag. And mm-hmm. if they haven't asked for anything from that bag in six months, and this is things we should do ourselves, I don't think I need this. If you're really not sure, mm-hmm. still purge it. If you haven't looked in that bag or box for six months, then you can take it right to the donations. But oh. also, you know, explaining to them too, like how many people they'll, they will help. You know, if they're part of a church group, mm-hmm. um, you know, donating those items, it's not doing you any good if it's sitting in the bottom of your closet or sitting in your entryway on the floor. Right. So right. being able, now why they still can, to get back to the community and donate mm-hmm. those items is you know, that makes you feel good about yourself. See, that's one thing I like that I never see them do on TV. They never, they 
get like a big dumpster and chuck things in it. Right. You never see them donate it to like. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times the stuff they're taking out of there like is not worth keeping. It's like the, Maybe, some of those really bad ones where they've, you know, you could take a bulldozer through the mm-hmm. place and not affect it. I think that's one of the things my brother got. Uh, he had a job a few weeks back. Who's he does heating and air, and he was he was going out to to do this one job, and he said you had a walk space mm-hmm. in the house, and right? It was, it, and I was concerned for him being sick, yeah, because he's had an issue with um, uh, what was soil borne bacteria. It caused wow. him to have a brain tumor, uh, which wasn't a tumor. It was, was a, from uh, a crawl space. But, but it's the same thing. You yeah. still that bacteria lives in a lot of places, and it's not just in the in the foundation. It can be found other places. But you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. Do you run into those situations when you go in anywhere like that? Or absolutely. And just because you just don't see it doesn't mean it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so often, especially with people at work who have a quote unquote messy desk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They say they know where everything is. That's a whole different topic for me. <laughs> <laughs> However, if they eat at their desk, no matter how safe and careful and clean you think you are, the reason you should clean your desk off every day is because stuff you don't know gets what's in there. there. Yeah. And yeah. it can be a hazard to your health, you know, and decluttering can save you a significant money in medical bills and on medications. Mm-hmm. Just because you're not, you know, exposed to things or have an injury that happens. The place is it. just generally cleaner, so you're not getting that stuff laying oh, around. Oh, yeah, and it's much you know, easier mice, to clean. No. You're not ingesting the dust and the dust mites and right. all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it's easier for a caregiver or somebody else to come in and clean, mm-hmm. you know, for your senior. I've always had people thinking behind stuff and everything with too. what now? I said if there aren't piles and stuff, then they can get to the walls and there isn't like dust hiding behind You can clean things, things better just on the whole. I would yeah. love to get rid of the carpet in my dad's house. There's just no mm. way to do that. Yeah. It's That would be a whole different thing because it's older shag. You know, it's thick. It's yeah. it's not it's not like 70s shag, but it, it's a it's thicker very, carpet fiber. Yeah, yeah. And it can it is, get as extreme fit. as you remove something from a wall that's been, you know, three feet out of clutter and there's a hole in the wall where... The mice or rats were mm-hmm. coming and going, mm. you know, and it's not that the person's dirty in any way or unclean, but it's, and you don't think it's of it. not possible. Correct. You just really, well, yeah, I mean, who looks behind their bookshelves? Yeah. One of my favorite stories is I was working with a wonderful client. She and I are still friends. She's a wonderful, wonderful person, professional, beautiful home, clean. But she, um, we were cleaning out her pantry and we pulled out an item and it was completely flat and dry. And we're looking at this item, trying to identify it. All of a sudden, we realize it's a bag of potatoes. Wow. Now, I thought it was the most hilarious thing I'd ever seen. She was horrified. Oh, she was horrified, embarrassed. <laughs> and I was like, why would you be embarrassed? Because she lives with a, her family, mm-hmm. kids, teenagers, huge pantry. Yeah. She put it on the floor, as you would probably potatoes. And yeah. then the kids put a bunch of Gatorade bottles in front of it. It just got smooshed. And it, well, yeah, and a year later, it just disintegrated, you know. And it was, I thought it was. Wow. See, was, I would think that was fascinating I from too. a scientific she, perspective yeah, that that could even happen. I told happen. her, you know, there. I do get a lot of people who are really embarrassed. They do not want me to come in and see their stuff. Mm-hmm. But I have seen it all, 
and I'm extremely non-judgmental. You know, my own stuff. I, professional organizers, they have to declutter their own stuff. Yeah. House painters never paint their houses. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't know that that was true. But <laughs> They really don't. It's, that's an old saying because the people in the industry that they're in often don't practice the thing that they do for others. Yeah, we're really bad at marketing ourselves. I'm terrible at marketing myself. Well, I think professional <laughs> organizers might be the exception to that they, That could be, yeah. There's I an obsessive compulsive issue yeah. in there. You know, personality-wise, yeah. I can't help yeah. it. So you were talking about before we got started recording, you were talking about some tips that you could give us about yeah. different things. You want to run through some oh, of those? Oh, sure. For tips for your senior things to yeah, do. Yeah, things help you can them. do to help them along. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about how that affects them. You know, little, little, little things like programming 911 into their phone so mm -hmm. they only have to press one button. Um, putting any emergency information where um, emergency staff or people that come in can see it. Mm -hmm. You've um, seen my book. And yes, absolutely. Or a refrigerator <laughs> or in a binder, you know, that's a separate thing we can talk about having. We're going to do a binder. quick video about that. That'll go with this. Too. Yeah, that is great. Um, yeah, we'll you know, put that up on the website. So checking the smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, you know, things that you would do even for your home, making sure there's a flashlight by their bed that they can easily access and use, you know, adding handrails. We also th often think about adding them in the bathroom, but also getting in and out of bed. And we need to be specific there. This is one that I get really touchy on is it's grab bars. It's like properly installed grab bars. Right. A simple handrail like you'd use Solid on an outside is not the, is not the same thing. Handrail. You need to talk to, if you need to have them installed, you go to some uh, a, a medical supply company that has mm -hmm. installers that are certified in aging in place. Yes. Their job is to know how to install those grab bars. I've seen towel racks put up as grab bars. Oh, oh that's yeah, no. And it... it they just, because it looks like one, yeah. right. you know, but it's not bolted in the same way. It doesn't have the thing in the back to hold it onto the wall. And well, they can and be put on anywhere. people think they're saving money, but really they're compromising their safety. Oh, yeah. You're no, gonna... and if your senior really wants to stay at home, it's great to have one of those companies come in mm -hmm. and just do, you know, just like... Um, you know, when you were childproofing your home, there's mm -hmm. childproofing experts, mm -hmm. experts, and having somebody come in and say, yep. "Okay, these are some danger signs," which we may not see because we're not trained in that. Um, they would notice the rugs, yes. that, the loose rugs, and that kind of thing, and the tripping hazards. I'm sure. Yeah, and you know, setting your water heater down so it won't scald them if they turn on the hot instead of the cold. Mm -hmm. Marking the hot and cold water heaters. If you have a Parkinson's patient, a lot of time, and this is true for a lot of of um, deteriorative ailments, you're temperature of your body is different yes my dad will feel tepid water and he thinks it's very hot yeah so we have to even it's not going to hurt him but mm -hmm. he has a perception of it i have to turn it down but i can't make it cold otherwise he stands there and shivers because his body knows yeah right. but his brain and his nerves aren't talking to each other anymore right so i have to be very you have to be aware of that so if you can mark something like that or set it so it can't go too high that's a really yeah. good idea right and even you know with a binder like um spending time with your senior to get their routine and their daily activities and noticing things that they struggle with because everyone's different and marking that down and then being able to address it is a big help instead mm -hmm. of trying to just guess you know at what they might need help on um switch to level handles instead of the turn handles that they have mm -hmm. to grip for doorways, um, marking obviously like the stove dials is important, expiration dates um, for some items if you're not able to go there all the time, making sure their medication is you know clearly marked, um, getting the 90 day prescription if ever possible so you can set up 
you know, you there are the times boxes and the little and boxes. The organized yeah, boxes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this, you know, disposing medications properly that are no longer needed. Also, yeah, that way they're not in the house to confuse them. Right. That's definitely a good idea. Yeah, if you call your county health department, they're going to have, or your county sheriff's office, they will be able to tell you when it's a safe time to take in uh, those types yes. of medications if, if they're yeah, narcotics. They drop-off days. Drop-off days mm-hmm. for those things, and they'll take them and destroy them for yes, you. Yes, and that's the best way to go. Yep. But I also like those nightlights that are sensor where Lotion. they get to them, they come on. Yeah, and that way you can put them up, especially in the hallways or the places that might mm-hmm. be dark. You leave have a those light here. up. I, I have those here. You leave a light on in the bathroom. Yep. All the time. Uh, we actually keep, a, strangely, a lot of lights on in his house, even at night. He doesn't like to be in the dark. Yeah. So You know, another thing, too, as I you know do a whole presentation on kitchen organization is meal planning, is just having the things that they need the most. Mm-hmm. They're probably not going to need their pasta maker. Right. And then also, you know, on a Sunday or something, prepping meals for them. Mm-hmm. So they're able to get all the nutrients they need and then they can just pull it out and heat it up. We got rid of a lot of that stuff. Yeah. The heavy, like some of my mom's the old appliances. That things your dad that, would never yeah, use. Yeah, he's like never a blender. Use that What's stuff. he going to do with that? We kept, uh, we kept a blender and a milkshake machine. Oh, and that's it. Yeah, and the rest is. I think there's the a foreman grill. Actually, use the milkshake, milkshake. That's for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I have to be there. Somewhere. I was gonna say he doesn't care, but he will. Yeah. Um. He. Uh, he will gladly eat the milkshake. Well, you know what I found it. out? What you can do is if you take Klondike bars, and drop them in about a cup of milk, and then or or uh, use an Ensure instead. Yeah. And because the Klondike is so vanilla, it'll soften the chocolate in the in the uh, Ensure. Makes a oh, yeah. really neat shake with little bits of chocolate chip in them. Interesting. Yeah. And that works really. I've done that a few times for. This him. is extremely well-rounded podcast. Yeah. It is a well-rounded. We you, get into everything. This is, a, but this is part of it. I mean, is is <laughs> one of the things that's really interesting about um, the the caregiving side of the caregiving side of everything is yes, we are fitness and health focused, but mm-hmm. the number of things in our lives that affect our overall health are just staggering mm-hmm. and we don't think of those things right we don't realize that well, uh, nobody thinks about how much dust are they ingesting they, they don't think about dust system. they don't think about why why do i need to have my spare tire checked mm-hmm. in my car well how does it affect your health when you're sitting on the side of the road in a thunderstorm and you have no working spare tire you don't have a jack you don't or know you how have to too use much it. stuff in your trunk and you can't you get can't to get it. to the tire that's a whole nother we're going to talk Oops. about that another time um <laughs> But uh, I think one of those things that, that I think really matters more to people is knowing where to start, you know, just mm-hmm. to, to begin yes. getting organized with things. Yeah. And w- what would you say to somebody who just has no clue? Um, there's a lot of videos on YouTube. Obviously you can watch me on living Dayton. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of programs in the um, area for, you know, the Dayton Metro libraries, that kind of thing. But oh, and I should say, if you're not in the Dayton area, you can look up our Living Dayton segments on livingdaytontv.com yes. right. and just put in your name and it'll, they'll pull up whatever's available. There. Yeah, and call um, your local professional organizer because the amount of time they can save and it's, you know, we're talking about a caregiver and a senior and obviously we're focused on the senior and mm-hmm. helping them um, live a happy, healthy life. Um, as long as they can, but it's also really important for the caregiver. You know, most caregivers, you know, have families, they work, they have kids. Well, and we're focused more on the caregiver because the way I've always seen it in in my world anyway, the the senior is well taken care of. Right. Right. We have a team of people, you know, there's lots of resources, lots of resources. I've got meals on wheels. I've got councils on aging. I've got all these people supporting us in some way. Right. But the, the person on this, I don't have this issue. I have plenty of support too, but they're, 
a lot of people have nowhere to turn. Yeah. They, they forget right. about their own lives because you're so immersed in the life of the parent or the yes. family member yeah. that you're stuck in it. And that is a benefit, you know, even knowing what your resources are, mm-hmm. looking online of what are my resources, you know, talking to um, the physician, what are resources that are available to us? And then, you know, we talked about the binder. The more organized you are, the more peace of mind you have, you know, if there is an emergency or something, you can focus then not on the chaos of where is everything I need for this, mm-hmm. um, you know, make a overnight bag for yourself in case you have to go. I'm smiling um, because I have all that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, these are things that people <laughs> don't think about. that was something you had to learn the hard way. Oh, yeah, I did have from, to learn yeah, that. From That's, taking nobody care told of your mom that. at three in the morning and you're like, where are my pants? Well, we know? would get the phone call. My, my cousin was staying with my mom at my dad's place and, and I would get this phone call at two or three in the morning she's really sick we need to go now right and most of the time she wasn't in a position where I could put her in a car and drive her there we got the rescue squad to come and get her and take her to the hospital but that meant I had to leave my house grab a bag or keep one assembled that was ready to go and later it included a bottle of water and two protein bars Oh, uh, yeah, there's a list of things know. I recommend. Know yeah. You never back. know when you're going to yeah. get back or how right. long you're going to be there. And I was primary on mm-hmm. a lot of things, so I sure. had to be there. And, but also, you know, if there's a reason for some reason you can't get there right away, having a copy of the emergency binder mm-hmm. so that if you know that, okay, this is going to get that person through between the doctor and mm-hmm. my person looking through this, they're going to be able to answer questions they, until I get And we there. have a bag for my dad that's yes. just that. Yeah. And it has, the, well, and we it's talked about my binder. List. And you know, that's the number one thing. The mm-hmm. first thing everybody's going to ask you for is a med list. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even the eye doctor wants a med yes. list. So having that to me was one of the most important things. And it's, it's a single sheet that has has the complete medicine list. It has all of his conditions on it. Mm-hmm. And then you flip it over on the backside. Mm-hmm. Oh, it also says what the medication Allergies is for. And things mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Yeah, it says what it was prescribed for because he's on a hypertension medication that is not necessarily for overall hypertension. It's for protect his kidneys. Right. So you have to tell them, well, why is on this and that? Yes. Yeah, because if you have off-label uses. You exactly, right. There's off-label uses, and you flip it over, and all the, the doctors and all their contact information are on the back of that, and all the POAs. Now, do you have his like allergies? Does he have Everything's on there. All of that, that is on there. Yep, everything is on there. And the like, best thing is work. you can download. There's so many free sites where you can create your There's own. A fill in the blank thing. Yes, 100% yep. do a fill in the blank. So, And it gives you a place to get started and everything can be customized to your patient. But what that gives you is then, you know, all these things that we talk about to get organized um, for you and your senior means that with the time you spend with them can be fun. Yeah, you're not so worried about it when something does happen. Right. You're prepared to right. some extent. And, and you're not going to be able to prepare for everything. And you have a plan, so your stress level is way down because you know where that bag is, you know where that binder is. I think the best thing for me has been with, with Dad, when something does go wrong, I know where. He has a travel bag. We have that backpack. Mm-hmm. We have a travel bag. It has lots of stuff in it. It has a set of his medication. It has all that. If we have to pack up and go... Right. It's the med list, everything. Mm-hmm. We just grab it and run. And I have my bag and he has his. And set his, of clothes. It has a set of clothes. His stay with him. So if somebody's right. there and they call me and say, we've got to go to the hospital, what do we need? I just say, go to the couch, grab that bag and take right. it with you. Everything's right. in there. Right. And I keep, you know, his identification is in there that we need for things like that. It's all there. Right. So I think that's... That, to me, is primary because we don't think of those things in those moments. Mm-hmm. 
We, we, there's nothing we can do about that. Right. That's there's, why they say make a maternity bag because when you're ready to have that baby, it your really money is the same thing. It's it very, is the same very thing. much the same thing. Yeah. And you were asking me earlier where to yeah. start. Yeah. And I think I kind of got you off track. Go ahead. That's fine. But you know, we're it, the Swedish death cleaning method, right. which is actually awesome. I recommend everybody to kind of you know look it up. But for the caregiver, um, first thing you want to do with your seniors make a list of all the spaces that are going to have to be gone through, and then start small. And once they see, and this is the same with all my organizing clients once they see the change in that space Mm -hmm. and how awesome it is and then how their living room could look and how they could have friends over again if they get decluttered that will kind of spark you know joy and kind of get them a little bit more motivated but you want to start with the things like in storage basement attic things they don't use all the time that's easier to get rid of too yeah and leave any kind of photos letters journals keepsake things for last Um, also a tip i really like besides you know asking people if they want it and not being offended if they don't is having a private throwaway box this is a box of stuff that's just yours. So, and it's listed as private. It can include anything you want in it, your senior wants in it. But once you pass, nobody looks in that box. They just throw it away. Hmm. And it's a, a way. Big box for me. Yeah, you're yeah. about the size of a <laughs> you know, pickup we all, truck. We all kind of have things like, oh, I don't want, I want this, but I don't want my kids yeah. to find it, or I'll be embarrassed about this or that. I gotta keep. You're, all your... you're responsible for deleting my browser history. Yeah, I gotta keep your stuff away from. <laughs> well, and it's the same thing, right? So. The boy doesn't need to know about all of that. That's the same thing. Well, yeah, but you know, so have and assuring your senior that they're going to have that level of privacy. Like, you mm-hmm. know what? If there's anything you don't want us to see, it's none of our business. You just put it in here. Mm-hmm. Do you do digital organizing too? I mean, you're thinking about like passwords and things like that. Yes, and, and that's in the binder here. Okay. So if somebody comes, you know, obviously you want things like power of attorney, living will. Right. Um, but things you want, you want to have a list of your bank accounts. You want to have all your passwords. Um, you want to have all of those things so that somebody can easily look. And yeah, I should. That scares I, me with my parents because my dad does all of the online banking and everything. And I. Yeah. Well, I even gave you Thankfully, a list of all my passwords and stuff yeah, for those things. So that somewhere besides yeah. with me. I think right. Because you were gonna, getting on a plane or something. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. but that, I just yeah. happened to think about it and update mm-hmm. it and it made sure that you had one of them. Right. So it was like, it's important that, you know, more than me has yeah. that. But also right. updating or uploading um, your binder to the cloud. Yeah. If you would have to be able to access it. You just need to make sure it's a secure upload. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah. But it, you also have to understand, too, at least in Ohio, a POA is no good unless it's physical the original physical right, copy. Right, It won't take the But having one. that information, you know, it, it, in case you would be out of state for something right. and somebody needs to ask you something, okay, you know what? I don't have the physical binder, but I have the information right, that's on the cloud. Or if you right. need to print it up you again. if get it to you. That They have to have the what the Ohio law says that the, the hospital, and part of it is Ohio law, then it dictates part of it. And another one is the hospital system. They dictate that you have to have the notarized document. Yeah. It has to be fresh, you know, whatever yeah. you call that, the real thing, the, yeah. the hard copy. And it can't be a copy. Yeah. It has original. to be the, the original. And you have to get multiples. That's what I was just going to say. So you, you have multiples yeah. and they're in yeah. different locations mm-hmm. and they, they just have, you know, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you, so we, this is how to get started. So if you could tell people one thing about organization that maybe is a myth that people think. Oh, absolutely. Because I was going to ask you about cost. Oh, okay. That's yeah. going to go all over the well, place. Have, okay, so I have two things. Two things. So um, the preconceived notion is that it's going to look like it does in magazines. Well, if you can't do that, then just forget it. Right. So I 
when I'm organizing for someone, I ask a lot of questions. I, they, I let them know that they can move things however they want. And as an organizer for myself, I might decide, you know what, I want to flip these bins, but everything's already in a home, so it's easy to do. But the goal is not necessarily to have it be picture perfect. Is It's just have to be more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So when you come home, you don't have to make a space on the couch to sit down. Your home is a safe place and a happy place for you to sit and enjoy your life. That's what it's about. So it's not about it being picture perfect. And, you know, life happens. Mm-hmm. So you don't always take that mail in and it immediately take it up and file what you need to file. So having a box, a home for that, a temporary home for that mail, that's the only place that mail is until you do something with it because the goal is, you know, touch it once. Do people right. tend to forget it when they do stuff like that? No, because that, so. Because like it for, needs to be somewhere really obvious yes. and so in, for me, in the way almost. You know? Yeah, so like the kitchen, mm-hmm. most people have paperwork on their kitchen counter. Right. That's where you go. That's like your workstation. So creating a family command center in the kitchen is a great idea. And then having a basket. You don't want a bin. Mm -hmm. You just want a small basket. And um, there's an organizer in Cincinnati, Lisa Woodruff, who invented the Sunday basket. I know Lisa very well. You do because she was used to be on Living I helped promote her, yes. Yeah. So her Sunday basket is a great idea because then that's something you go through um, on a Sunday, whatever day you pick or when it gets full or whatever you need to do. Um, But that's, you know, the same for everything. Mm -hmm. So up and down my stairs, I don't put stuff on my stairs. I put stuff in a basket that's to go up or down. Mm -hmm. Whenever I make the trip, I go up and down. Hmm. As far as costs go, you know, um, I had people pay for me if they decide to sell a big item online. I'm not for selling $2 items online. Mm -hmm. That's too much work. Yeah, I have a (laughs) nurse client who is amazing, and she um, sells and collects 31. So, you know, she'll be like, you know what, I'm going to get rid of these bags she sells them online and then she's paid for me or the amount of money that you can take off your taxes for donations can help as well. But just the money that you are going to save. I mean, I've had people find a will they didn't know they had um, a diamond ring. We found checks that have been uncashed. So you will, I guarantee everybody has found something that I've worked with that they were looking for. And that can be priceless in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, of course, think, you know, peace of mind. It's, (laughs) you know, priceless as well. Yeah, but we still got a wallet. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's very pragmatic. Yeah, He's I'm like, very pragmatic. Give me the, well, show I'm, me the money. Yeah. I'm speaking give to it from, you know, I'm, I'm going off the caregiver mentality, which yes. is we are so limited on cash mm-hmm. most of the time, and it's it's isolated and it's dialed into, it has to be used for this, yeah. this, and this. Right. And in situations where you're the financial POA, you have to account for every bit of that. Right, and you have to show that the benefit is going to outweigh the Yeah, what the, the benefit is, right. Absolutely, and there is, you know, a benefit to it. And then, you know, um, hiring someone to do that besides the stress level, you know, there's different packages, there's different prices. Um, I tend to work fairly quickly. It's always based on how fast the client works if we need to go through something. And my guess is you come in first and tell them what you think you're going to have to do yes. to make it work and yes. then give them their, right. like, here's our so estimate it's like of a what Car repair, you go in, you see how bad it is. Yeah. Now it's well, they kind charge of, a diagnostic though. Yeah, right. it's kind <laughs> of hard to make an estimate. If if I come into a room, I might think, okay, I can do this, but how long is it going to take the, the client to make the decisions? Mm-hmm. You know, right. if I say, okay, here's a bathroom, everything's staying, I can wipe. Try that to out. design a business card for somebody. It's the same thing. Oh, yeah. We did 64 business cards. They, they don't want, like any of them. So. They want to put 500 pieces of information on the front of the <laughs> They have to make up their mind. Yeah. On the back. Now, do you, and they want it to be you, shaped like a heart. Right. And that's an excellent <laughs> point, though, because you don't just charge a flat rate. No. 
you you no, put sixty five right. Yeah. It's, so you kind of have to keep that. Here's in mind. the here's the opening amount, and it's assuming you're going to get us back the, the information we need right. within a certain period of time. Right. If you go over that, you're on the clock again. Right. So there's never any you know necessarily flat rates, but um, I mean I'm super thrilled to say I've never had a client that's been disappointed or has regretted doing it. Mm-hmm. And most clients say, okay, this is awesome. It's changed my life. Let's do this room now. Um, you know, I do a lot of, you know, whole house projects mm-hmm. and you know, there's payment plans, there's package deals where you save money. You know, every PO is different. Does but, that happen a lot where somebody will have just their kitchen done and they'll be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Please do the rest of the house. Oh yeah. All the time. I imagine once, that's when you know once you feel it you're you've like, got wow. something there but yeah. you have to think long term too so you know especially with a kitchen how mm-hmm. much money are you spending ordering in all the time yeah or picking up food mm-hmm. when you could just use the kitchen when you could just use the but kitchen you can't and live it's a healthier mess. correct it's yeah so you kind of have to think of the after effects of being organized pay for themselves over time what's so the difference like between the ripples in a pond it's right just keeps building over and over what's the difference between organizing and cleaning Oh, that's a great question, too. Um, if you have a cleaner come in, they're not going to move your piles to clean. They'll clean around them. So you, you're getting it ready for the cleaning. Correct. As a professional organizer, I do throw things away. But, but you, you know, have to do some cleaning while you're doing that, though, right? You're I do, gonna... because I'm not going to, if there's a countertop and I take the stuff off and it's all messy, I'm not going to put stuff back on a messy countertop. Right, yeah. But I don't normally it's not like a deep clean of something it's just no. you know, keeping the space clean you're working in so right and if things. i'm working with a client which i prefer to do um then they will do some of that and use me for what they're paying me for right uh, but i you know i i've have vacuumed before you know it just depends on what the situation calls for but i don't really clean toilets or not that there's anything wrong with that it's just my expertise this off now. yeah cross me off for no, that doesn't clean toilets well never mind does that make sense though oh yeah Yeah. totally yeah so organizing is about the first thing you need to do if you organize is not go to your car and move stuff from one pile to another it's take everything out Out. i have done that and then purge it (laughs) there's no very orderly when you put it back though yeah sometimes i take it all out and then i put it out on the ground in the garage and i go how much of this needs to go back in the car and then you put it in bin so you give everything a home when yes. it goes back in there. There's a bin in my trunk. It's got mm-hmm. three separations in it. Yeah. Yeah. You did a trunk <laughs> thing on TV, right? I did. Right? For, yeah. The, the host, um, it was packing a trunk. They competed. And then I had to do a follow-up segment about what to do. <laughs> with everything else. Well, what not to do. Or, what you not know, to yeah. do with it? It was super fun, though. It's always a good time there. Um, That's But, yeah, so... You have to make sure that you they have goals. So I talk to everyone. What is your goal for the space? How do you want to use the space? I'm not organizing for me. I'm organizing for them. Mm-hmm. You know, what, in paperwork, what are you going to look for? If you're going to look under car, auto, Buick, truck, everyone's different. Same kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then my goal is to give them the skills they need to maintain that on their She's own. She's teaching them to fish, really. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. Teach you to organize so that you can yeah. then... It sounds like use the, it after she leaves. Well, I think that's that's accurate. I, but the thing it's I keep running into, change. there's well, that's what I was going to say. There's got to be a mental shift for some people to be able to maintain this, right? There is, and you know, as long as the client's happy, I'm happy. You, you know, so yeah. I do have some clients that are, you know, I have one client that is a caregiver, and she has kids, and she's 
works and she's really busy with a lot of other stuff. So she is more than happy to have me come in and declutter. I think I'm the only one that knows where everything is in her house um, <laughs> before her cleaning lady comes. I have to hide stuff before I let her do my house. Yeah, you don't. I've seen it all. Okay. Um, but, you know, and this doesn't even have to be, I, she doesn't have me every week, but maybe, you know, every couple of weeks or every month. So, you know, there is also, I do help people maintain it on their own if there's just something that they can't do and everybody's different. Like I try really hard to not be directionally challenged. It's never going to happen. So I use my We just know it's going to be the way it's it not is. Fair. Yeah. I get lost in they Ikea. It's the not road, the road. So. Yeah. Ikea is gigantic. You could easily But there's get lost arrows on the, ro- on the floor <laughs> directing you. That's I don't true. go to Ikea. I'm, I'm safe. I'm it's good. A, yeah. It's a dangerous place. Do you have other questions? I think I'm good. That was amazing. That was really useful. Uh, we could do how this do another we, hour. How would we get a hold of you? If yes, tell us your contact you. stuff. Tell people how to oh, find okay. your... Awesome. So the website is silverliningorganizers, with an S on the end, dot com. Uh, Facebook page, Silver Lining Organizers. Um, we're also on Pinterest. And I write a blog for DaytonParentMagazine.com, and it's Silver Lining Organizing. Nice. That's a lot of stuff. And you can much? look her we up on Living Dayton. probably just yeah. Google Tammy Doling, D-O-L-I-N-G. Yeah. And we'll while, find you. yeah, I'll actually be on Living Dayton um, Friday, September 13th. And nice. we'll be talking about setting up a filing system. Nice. Well, there you and go. And you can go to oldnerdinthegym.com and find all our information on there that we're going to post. Yes, we're going to have everything online. Um, and you're going to give us a little bit of a blog to go with that. I will. You said. So we've yeah. been ta- we were talking about that before the thing started. She's going to do your work for you. Yes. Well, I, still, I, I have to, to do, do the thing uh, at the beginning. So she's going to do a little quick blog about it. And then uh, we're going to add um, the podcast link will be there. And we'll send you all that to put out on your social media. Oh, I, I do definitely one more question. Sure. Just to ring- wrangle this all back to what our fitness thing. Do you have a fitness routine or any fitness advice for people? That's a good question. Do I? What's your health and fitness routine? Toward what we do on a regular basis. Yes, my fitness routine. Well, organizing in itself is probably pretty good. Is very physical. I will be glistening a lot. She's dodging the question. Yeah, but I also (laughs) I do work out with a trainer and one of my friends twice a week. Yeah. So we do like CrossFit stuff, and my goal is, I mean, not to compete or be a supermodel, but just to be more physically fit. You know, keep active and better. Yeah, cardio system because yeah, it's gonna help me live longer. Just like decluttering, Mm -hmm. Um, my space would help me. You're decluttering your arteries. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. That's exactly what it's like. I'm organizing. Not if you my keep arteries. up with those pizzas with the ham and the pep, the pineapple. No, on dude, them. I get she less just, cheese she and got cauliflower. Okay, well, that's. I guess that helps. Yeah, yeah. Spinach and mushroom. I've seen what you have on a pizza. Yeah. You have no room to talk. How often does that happen? You have hamburger, olives and cheese. And olives. That's it. And cheese. One thing I do love is Red you work meat. out with your dad. Yes. And, you know, I work out with a trainer who's, you know, you become their friend. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend that works out. And that makes it mm-hmm. so much more enjoyable. And you well, really want to do it. Now. Yeah, there's four of us now. So that's we, great. We me all and go my once. son and dad and, me and, and me you. Me and dad. And we all, all go. Of us come, we all do the same routine. And I, you know, I poke the 13 year old because he's whiny and crying about it and yeah. whatever sometimes. And I'm like, like, you know, this 85 year old with Parkinson's over here is kicking your butt. You better get moving. He's already done. And you're he's finished and you're whining over there. We, well, my <laughs> trainer, Paul Stepp, will tell you I never whine. Wink, yeah. wink, wink. Yeah. How, how much are you paying him to say that? <laughs> <laughs> That's an extra training. Every, every one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a difficult trainer, though. 
I'm, yeah. I'm hard. I am mean. Well, I'm, you need to be. I mean, he, he gave me a very nice lecture the other day, but I also take personal responsibility for, um, you know, my weaknesses and, uh, tr- you know. How much do I have to pay you not to mention the donut I ate earlier? Uh, did you have tra- breakfast and then the donut trainer. or did you have, is that all you had? No. Okay. That's a problem. Then, <laughs> I, I'm a true be believer lunch. with a, you know, a history and nutrition that it's everything in moderation. See? So I read a story one time about this. If athlete. you have everything with moderation means you're Correct. having yeah. everything at once. Right. So, right. So you have two extremes, <laughs> but I'm not so extreme that, you know, this, this, athlete really wanted a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you know, and not too long. He, you know, unfortunately had a cardiac, cardiac arrest and died, not due because to of peanut butter. Arteries. Not no, not due to clog arteries, arteries, but a different, you know, unrelated heart condition. And I think to myself, you know, if I really want a peanut butter sandwich, I'm just going to have half of yeah. one. <laughs> See, there's a magnet on my fridge that says life is short. Eat the pie. Yeah. So to a point, you I do think it have should to, say eat a slice of pie. Yes, not the whole pie. But it says eat, eat the pie. It's pie. eating the whole thing. The concept of pie. Yeah, the concept of pie is three point one four five nine. Yeah, whatever. It, that's still that's not a, a pie is not a concept. It's a thing that clogs your clogs your ventricles. I mean, okay. it's. Yeah. <laughs> And organizing with a friend is fun too. So, you know, we've solved a lot of the world issues today. We've done all of this at once. So you sit down with your friend, you organize, and then you have a piece of pie. I am sick. And then you work out. I am (laughs) sickeningly organized because about certain things. So my, my fitness routine includes organization because it includes my, I have bags for different things. So there's a, a, yesterday my yoga bag broke. My zipper broke. Very and offset. I was really thrown because day. it's it's already packed. It's got everything in it. It's got my blankets and my mat and everything is all in there. There's a Kindle in there just for that. And I had to move all of that over to my my gym bag. Which then workout. threw off your gym bag. Now my gym bag's all out of whack because there's a yoga mat in there. There's not can supposed to be. Can you see his desk in there? This no. is, yeah. yeah, she can, she can see my desk. It's, it's the way it is. I pull out this <laughs> stuff when I'm working on it. When I'm done, I put it away. I don't right. want it all strewn everywhere. There's some things that are laying there that are in process. Yes. But those get finished and put someplace where I'm waiting on an answer from somebody and I have a place for that. And everything's in a notebook. And it, all the stuff has its own notebook. So it's... It's not just about that. Then I have to take care of dad's stuff, which has the binder right. and all the other stuff in it. And then he's got the workouts on Sundays. And But there are other things that happen in between that. And I, they're always thrown when we go to the gym. The doctors find out that we go to the gym every week mm-hmm. and, and that he does all this stuff. Yeah. And he is deteriorating. So anything I can do to keep him moving... And requires me to be organized. Right. There's no way around it. Right. Well, and we also eat after, so that helps him to make sure we, we know he's eating a good meal. And he's had at least one good meal that day because uh, he, he gets it's two. It's easier for him to eat when there are other people around. Yeah. And he, he often, um, getting him to put things where they belong, he doesn't really have an awareness of that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's just... Everybody around him, I have things all set up. You know, you have to do this. You, you stay out in the medicine cabinet. Nobody touches the meds but me. Mm-hmm. And that's just a matter of, I, I think, I'm not sure. I think our home care worker thinks I'm pretty Nazi about that. But I'm going to be because mm-hmm. it's my responsibility. Yeah. And yeah. they don't have that. I mean. It doesn't matter what anybody If thinks. I mess it up, <laughs> it's, no. it's on my head. It's no big deal. Well, isn't that what you always say? If, if you mess up, you can only be mad at yourself. That's right. It's just me. I don't have anybody else to be ticked off at. Would he be able to, if you had a bin or a basket and he doesn't know where something goes, to put it in there? 
He kind of does that already. If okay. he doesn't know where something belongs, he just lays it on the table. Yeah. On the kitchen table. And then I, because he eats his meals at that table. There's there's a formal dining room that doesn't get used anymore. But he sits at the kitchen table and he sits, he goes between there and, and his living room and the bedroom and the bathroom. Those are the only four rooms he's in. Yeah. And he doesn't move around a whole lot. There's a, I mean, it's a big farmhouse. It's It's got an upstairs and a basement and a big walkout into another he room. He really only uses the three He only uses three those three or four rooms, rooms yeah. and, and he goes outside. But I, I think that keeping, keeping the stuff to pull it back around before we're done here today, I think keeping everything so that it's safe, so yeah. that it, you know where things are. I mean, that's what the all of this is about. Yes. Right? is about not just time savings. This isn't about you having more time for yourself. It's about making sure that everything is efficient in some way. It's not over the top or, you know, crazy about right. it or obsessive. It's just a matter of making sure you know where your things are and the stuff that will keep your patient Well, your and the stress reduction safe. that comes with that, that's invaluable. I'm and sure. that comes back to the, to staying healthier because you're not going to worry as much Mm -hmm. and your stress level goes down. So we've kind of beat that horse, but that's a really important thing. And and I can't stay on that enough because I know that when I was taking care of my mom, I was not doing any of that. Mm -hmm. And it was, that was a learning curve. Probably the first two or three months of, of taking care of her. That was a whole thing, a big thing where I had to learn how to manage my own stuff better because I never knew when something was going to go weird there. Well, that's a great point. And also, even for us now, is kind of starting our own binder mm-hmm. that we can then give to our caregiver. What yep. a gift would that be? Yes. Before you're in that position to start it, you know, for your own family I or have, kids. I have sheets in place. Yeah. I, you know, there's, there's things that we don't think of at, you know, 30 or 40 or 50 years old that we, we don't do a will or we don't, unless we have like a lot of wealth or something where mm-hmm. somebody's insisting we do that. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, you don't think about it that much. Right. And just, I, just thinking about that, um, I can't get my dad to to go and let's get the funeral arrangements done. I just want it done because mm-hmm. it was a nightmare with my mother. Right. She died. I had to go into the nursing home or the funeral yeah. home that day and get it all done. And we barely had enough money to pay for it. Yeah. And that was all I'm on you know, me and my dad and my brother, I don't want my dad have to worry about that. No. And I think that's another gift you can give your family is having all that done. Get it done. You can yeah. start paying on it now. Saves on family arguments and stuff too. Get it, get a burial life insurance, put it in your binder, have all that stuff. So that's all taken care yeah. of. It's paid for. It's all out there. It's whatever. Yeah. So, um, on an upbeat though, Thank you for being on the podcast today. Well, thank you. We hope you've had a good time. We're going to make a video next. That would be awesome. I hope I'm invited back sometime. Yes, absolutely. We'll come up with more stuff. Um, We're we're going to probably pull people in for um, season three to come back on a couple of things. And I just want to thank both of you guys for everything you do, and you're helping so many people. Oh, I hope so. It's a blessing. Thanks. That's what we're doing. Nine people that listen to us. All nine people. No. (laughs) Um, It'll be ten now. It'll be ten. (laughs) Well, go back and listen to some of them because oh, I have. Yeah, they're they're. They they have different tones and everything, but um, Tammy, thank you again. And You're welcome. Thank you. This is Jerry Deer with Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness, and get up and get oh, out there, everybody. I was gonna say it. Okay. <laughs> Bye. See you next track. time. Bye. This has been the Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness Podcast, a production of GLD Enterprises Communications. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved. Listen and subscribe on Buzzsprout, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. And be sure to follow Old Nerd in the Gym Fitness on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for more great content.